0: Little, by little, But you can do anything. You yeah. can do anything. What's going on, everybody? My name is Christian Gujanov, and I want to welcome you to Peak Performance Principles. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the principles in order to achieve and sustain peak performance. So if you want to get better, if you want to improve your performance, you're in the right place. Let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to focus on a topic that is probably one of the most popular topics in performance. And when you're trying to improve your performance, when you're trying to get better at something, this is going to be one of the most common topics that you're going to find out there. But I think a lot of People are doing it wrong. They're looking at it wrong. So let me tell you what we're going to talk about, right? So the what we're going to focus on today is goal setting. Now, when you think about goal setting, I think people are looking at goal setting the wrong way. If you're going in to set a goal, your goal is to set a goal. Let me repeat that. When you're go- When your goal is to set a goal, once you've set the goal, you're done, right? Like if you think about goal setting, the purpose and the goal of goal setting is to set a goal. That's why a lot of people have a problem with goal setting and they talk about how like, well, I can't ever achieve my goals. is because that's not your goal at all. Your goal is to set a goal. You did it. Everyone is really good at goal setting. We are all incredibly good at goal setting. The problem is, is that's where a lot of it stops is we set a goal because we set out and we're, we talk about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a really good goal setter. And then you think about all these things you want to do, and then guess what happens? You did it. You accomplished your goal of setting a goal. So what we're going to focus on today is goal accomplishment, goal completion. I think those are two very distinct points, right? Goal setting and goal achievement are very different. Now, when you go online and people search goal setting tips, you're going to find hundreds of thousands of people's ideas on goal setting and goal achievement and how to how to achieve your goals. And, and there's so much information and a lot of it is so good, but a lot of it is just the same thing masked in different words. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over a goal, a goal setting strategy and then a goal achievement strategy, right? And th- th- these are things that I use. These are things that from From what I've looked at and researched in my work and in my job, these are things that are proven to work more effectively than a lot of other things, right? So the first thing, let's talk about goal setting there's a There was a book that was written by Stephen Covey uh, called "The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People," and with goal setting, just again goal setting it's important there's a principle in that book that stephen Covey wrote It's, it's called "Begin with the End in Mind." that is how you set a goal that is your goal setting strategy is you think about begin you you begin with the end in mind so if you're an athlete what's the end what's the end goal what what do you want to accomplish if you're a basketball player maybe that's to i don't know average 20 points in in, in this in this season maybe that's longer term maybe that's you want to get drafted in the NBA maybe that's you want to make an all-star team whatever that is whatever your goal is Whatever thing you want to do, ask yourself, what does the end look like? What do I want my career? What do I want my life to look like? If you're in business, what do I want my business to look like? A year, 10 years, doesn't matter. The, 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 the timeline doesn't necessarily matter right now. That The timeline is going to matter when we talk about goal achievement. But when we talk about goal setting – Don't worry too much about the timeline. Just worry about what's the end. How far can you see? Now, if if it's something that you can really only see like two months from now, three months from now, a year from now, something that's more, more or less a shorter term kind of thing, that goal that you're thinking about, you probably need to do some more information. You probably need to dig a little bit more. For example, when I was in college, like many of us, I changed my major like three times. Probably seven times, if you ask my wife. I probably changed my major way too many times. I don't even know what I was doing. But I was so intrigued. So what I would do is I would, I would look at these cool jobs out there, and I would research all these cool things, and I'd be like, man, it'd be sweet to be an anesthesiologist. And then for a little bit of time, that was my goal. I was like, sweet, I'm going to be an anesthesiologist. This sounds awesome. And then I started research. And then if in that moment I was to begin with the end in mind, I didn't really know what the end looked like. I didn't really know how much school you need. I didn't really know how much time is invested. I didn't really know how much, like how much effort I would have to give into these classes, how much memorization I'd have to do, the what kind of schools would even be available. So my end in mind goal was I'm just gonna get my bachelor's and get like a premed. Like that was the end goal. And when you look at that, when if that's your end goal, you still have like. 10 times as much things that you need to do after that so the the junior my sophomore college version of myself his end goal would be just get pre-med and then you'll figure it out that's not very effective i can tell you personally it's extremely not not effective but if you if you can begin with if you're beginning with the end in mind and you can see 10 years 20 years down the road right if you're, an, if you're a business person or you, or you own a small business or something and you can see your business growing and expanding and having multiple locations and you can see this 5, 10, 20 years down the road, that's when you know that this is something that, that you have enough data in your mind that, that you can actually make a legitimate plan and you can actually see it. So when we talk about goal setting, the key principle here is begin with the end in mind. If you're having a hard time beginning with the end in mind, then you need to spend more time thinking about this goal, thinking about this this thing that you want to accomplish. Get really familiar with it. Get really familiar with what what you're doing so that you can actually see, you can have an idea of what the end could look like. Unlike me, when I wanted to be an anesthesiologist, I had no idea what the end was going to look like. Once I started doing more research, I realized, you know what? This is not what I want to (laughs) do. And and that was a really effective way to say, I don't want to work on this. Because how many times do we set a goal and then you get going and you're like, you know what? This actually kind of sucks. But, no, but then you're like, no, I set a goal. I have to do this. And then you keep struggling and you keep struggling. And then, then there comes a point where you finally realize, you know, I really just don't care about this. I don't want to do this. This is not what I want to do. That happens so often. And it's because you didn't begin with the end in mind. You just began and you just started going somewhere. So. Goal setting. Begin with the end in mind. There's a really cool story uh, that I read online, and it's about this elderly carpenter that was about to retire. And he was one of the most successful builders, uh, home builders in in the state in the city he lived in. He was one of the best. It, everyone wanted to, him to build their house. And there came a point where he retired. So he told his employer, "You know, I'm like this is I, I'm going to retire. I can build one more house." but i'm i'm going to be done after that. So his boss told him, "Okay, cool. Like this is like I'm I'm really bummed you're leaving, but I totally get it. You've spent many years with us. We we love everything you've done. So uh, can you build this this one more house for this client?" And so the carpenter set out and he had one this was he knew this was the last house. So he goes and he starts building it and he starts taking some shortcuts just to be done. Um, he doesn't use the best materials so that he could get it shipped faster and he starts you know it's a little bit less than his normal standard and it's and it's not not as good of a job as he's done before and once he's finished he comes to the, he comes to his boss and says hey the house is done he like let's let's go take a look at it and then i'm ready to move on with my life and they get there and the the boss walks around he looks at the work and they get back they come back to the front door and the boss hands the carpenter the keys and the boss tells him this is your house this is my gift to you for all of your dedicated sir, and, and all your dedicated amazing work that you've done for our company that this is my gift to you and the carpenter looked at his boss and he was shocked and just so embarrassed and he didn't re- he he had and he started all of these all of this negativity started to come to his mind about all these these shortcuts he had taken and all the inferior materials that he had to live with now that, that story really sheds a light on this principle of beginning with the end in mind. If the carpenter would have known, hey, this, you're building your, your retirement house. This is the house that you're going to have for the rest of your life. You're, you're retiring and this is your house now. Do you think he would have used inferior materials? Do you think he would have taken shortcuts? Do you think he would have done a half-hearted job? There's no way he would have. But when you begin with the end in mind and you know where you want to go, that allows you to accomplish your goal in a more smooth and efficient way. Because when you begin with the end in mind, you know where you're going. You know where, just, just like a GPS, you know where the point is that you're going. And now you can figure out a route to take there. That route that you take to your goal, that that, that where you want to end, that's goal achievement. Now again, keep in mind, there's goal setting, which is just coming up with something that you want to do. And there's goal achievement, which is actually going through and, and accomplishing and going through the steps that are going to get you to that place, just like a GPS. That's the turn in three miles, turn here, and four miles, turn there, and in six miles, turn left. That's goal achievement. The where the end is, that's the that's goal setting, right? So goal setting is the bookend. Goal achievement is the middle. So let's transition and talk more about the middle part, right? So this goal achievement. And there's two strategies I want to share with you that I think are going to really help with the goal achievement process. The first is obviously we've defined the goal, right? We've begun with the end in mind. We know what the goal is. The next thing is you want to know where you are right now. So in a previous episode, we talked about three questions that you want to ask yourself. So you want to ask yourself, what's going well? So you think of the the end in mind, right? Whatever that is, what are you doing well that's going to help you get there? So what's working? What are you doing well? The second thing and the third thing is what do you need to start doing and what do you need to stop doing? Those are things that are going to help you in achieving and fine tuning the actions that you need to take in order to achieve your goal. So again... What's working? What do you need to stop doing? What do you need to start doing? Those are questions you want to ask yourself. That, that's how you know kind of where you're at on the map, if you will, right? So if the end goal is 50 miles away or whatever on a map, right? If, if, you're, that's where, if the target is there, now you know, okay, I'm right here. And now I can figure out what I need to do to get there by asking yourself those three questions. What am I doing that's working right now? What do I need to stop doing? What do I need to start doing? And that sets you up on the path. Now when you're on the path to achieving a goal, there's two techniques I want to share with you. The first is about eliminating and deleting the useless things that you spend your time on and delegating tasks as well as deciding and doing it on things that you actually need to spend your time on. So there's a, um, a book that James Clear wrote um, called Atomic Habits. And in this book, he talks about this I, the Eisenhower box. So the, the um, Eisenhower box is off uh, Dwight Eisenhower, who was the former president. Um, he was also the last uh, five-star general in, in the U.S. So he has this strategy that he, that he utilizes, and he builds this box essentially. And if you look at this box, there's, there's two quadrants up top and then two quadrants on the side. So there's four little boxes. So on the very top quadrant, it says urgent and not urgent. So you put urgent, so if you get a piece of paper, write urgent in one box and not urgent in another box. And then on the side, you write important and not important. The things that are urgent are things that you need to get done. These are things that have to happen. The not urgent are things that don't need to necessarily happen right now, right? So if you understand that this is where the end is, There's things that are going to be urgent. For example, if you're an athlete and you want to, if you, if the end goal that you have is to go play college basketball, let's say, that's the end goal. There's some urgent things that you really need to figure out. Urgent things might be, I need to raise my GPA by two, by, by one and a half points or whatever, right? Like I'm not eligible right now to, to academically. That's an urgent thing that you need to focus on. There might be things that are not urgent. For example, you, 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 might be, you might have all of the time in the world. So you might have a lot of time to play ball. So that's not an, it's not urgent for you to figure out the scheduling and trying to figure out when you're going to do certain things. You have all the time in the world to do it. So don't worry about time. It, it, that's not urgent. All you need to do is decide how you're going to use that time. So in this Eisenhower box, there's urgent and there's not urgent. And on the other side of the box, there's in, there's things that are important and there's things that are not important. And this is really what sets up this Eisenhower box to be super effective with goal achievement. If something is important and it's urgent, you need to do that thing immediately. Whatever that whatever falls into that box, you need to do immediately. If it's urgent and it's important. Now, if you follow that on the other side, right, there's things that are not urgent that are important those are things that you need to put into your schedule so like if if those are things like exercising working on homework um looking up you looking at college programs or something like that if you want to if you want to play college basketball right like those are things that are not urgent they don't need to be done like tomorrow they're not urgent but they're still important those are things that you need to decide on when you're going to do those things and make and make a very specific plan on when you're going to do those things. So by the end of the month, I'm going to have four college programs that I really like, that I want to look at, at getting a scholarship for. So that's important, but it's not urgent. When you come down to the bottom box, the things that are not important, there might be some of those things that are urgent. So those are things that you can find other people to help do for you or with you. So if there's things that are not important, but they're still urgent for you, you can recruit other people to help you do those things. Specifically, if you, if you run a business or if you're in sales, there's a lot of tasks that you do that need to get done. They're urgent, that they need to get done on a daily basis, but they're just not that important to your, to your end goal. They're not that important to the, to the, to the end in mind. Whatever those things are, find a way to delegate those things. Recruit people on your team that can help that that you can pass off these projects to that so that you can spend your time on the important, urgent things. And then finally, the last box is not important, not urgent. Guess what you do with those things? You eliminate it. You get rid of those things. If it's not important and it's not urgent, don't do it. Unfortunately, when we, when we set on the path to achieving our goals, we get stuck here a lot. This is the red light that you get stuck at so many times. And, and now what happens is when you're stuck in this box so much, it becomes a part of your routine. Your brain is very good at listening to what it is that you're telling it. It's an extremely gullible, gu- gullible thing. It, it, if you tell it, no, I need to watch TV. This is, this is, I need to do this, or no, I need to spend. I, I, I want to spend an hour on social media. Your brain's just going to be like, all right, I guess, like that's what we do now. So it's extremely gullible. So if you are in, if you find yourself on focusing and spending a lot of time on tasks that are not important and they're not urgent, you need to get out. You need, you need to switch those things. Dwight Eisenhower said, What's, what is important is seldom urgent, and what is urgent is seldom important. Let me read that again. What is important is seldom urgent, and what is urgent is seldom important. Essentially, what he's saying there is that that very first box, the important and the urgent, shouldn't have a lot of stuff in it. There's not going to be that many things that are that are, super, that are the most important and the most urgent. There should only be a few things in there. And that's the reason why that happens is because in order, for, in order for something to be urgent, there has to be some time frame on it. In order for it to be important, you have to care enough for it. So there's just not that when, when you look at this list, there's just not going to be that many things that fall under that category. And it's important to be really self-aware in this situation to understand, okay, is this really important? urgent you you know that that's a little bit easier to figure out if especially if you're working for if you're working you can figure out okay like there's a timetable for this or i need to submit this assignment by this or you know i need to get sales up to this point at at this certain time there's time frames that you need to work at there but if the things that are important and the things that are urgent there's going to be very few things in that box and that's where you want to spend a bulk of your time if it's important to you and it's not urgent decide when you want to do that fit that into your schedule and then the, and then the most important the other most important thing there is recruiting people to help you delegate the urgent things that are not important to you and also get, eliminating and getting rid of the things that are just not urgent and not important. So this is called the Eisenhower box this is such a useful tool when you're in, in the beginning stages of goal achievement. what this does helps you prioritize your time. Helps you look at the things that you value, the things that are important and not important, and helps you set some timetables and a schedule for actually achieving your goals. Because if you're, it's important to you and it's urgent, go do it. Spend most of your time there. But if it's important to you and it's not urgent, now you now you're actually setting mini goals to achieve those things, and you're looking long term, right? You're and you're beginning to get to work out that muscle in your mind where you're now able to look at long term solutions here. Now a lot of times. When we have important things that we need to do, there's a really cool strategy that allows us, it gives you kind of a visual example of how to stay on task. One of the most common reasons or one of the most common defects in goal achievement is just the, the idea that you just don't want to do it anymore. You just get over it. Like, or You just forget about it it's just it just becomes not important to you. So by using the Eisenhower box, you can continue st- to stay up on the on on what's important to you. And then this next technique is really is a really easy simple technique and there's a lot of flexibility with it, but what this helps you do is a visual reminder of of, of what you need to do to stay on task. And there was a there was a bank in Canada that hired this young this young kid. And this was in Vancouver, Canada. They hired this young kid um to essentially grow their, grow their business, grow their, grow the firm, grow the bank. And they essentially needed investors and people to come in. So his job was to make more money. He just needed the the bank needed to make more money. They hired him to do it. So he came in every single morning. He had two jars. One jar was full of 120 paper clips. The other jar was empty. Every single morning he'd come in eight o'clock and he would start making calls, boom, calls, 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 calls. Every time he made a call, a a sales call he would move one paper clip from from the one jar to the other jar every single time he'd make a sales call one paper clip move it paper clip move it what this started to do is that he started focusing on what's important this eisenhower box he knew that making money for the firm and and making sales calls was important and it was also urgent he needed to do this so that's what he did that was the important thing and by utilizing this visual of these jars and paper clips, it was a visual reminder to stick to the urgent, important task, to not get distracted by the thing that wasn't important, to not get distracted by anything else that he needed to either delegate or delete. There was some definitely some things he needed to delegate. For example, looking at looking at uh, the trends and, and different market trends that that the bank needed to keep in mind, keep its eye on. He had people that he, he recognized that my job, the most important thing I need to do, and the most urgent thing I need to do is to make these sales calls. I need This is what's important right now. And so he delegated a bunch of these other tasks to other people in, in, in the bank. What ended up happening, within 18 months, they had raised millions, millions of dollars. The bank was one of the most successful banks in Vancouver. Now it's one of the most successful banks in Canada. It's what it 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 loans money to all sorts of businesses, and it's just created this empire essentially. That it all started from 120 paperclips, and just moving those over and focusing on the urgent, important tasks. So, when we talk about goal achievement, use the Eisenhower Box to figure out what's important, what's urgent. Do it. Figure out if it's not urgent, it's important. Figure out when you're going to do it. Schedule it in. If it's not important. And it's urgent. Delegate it. If it's not important and it's not urgent, get rid of it. Stop doing it. You don't need it in your life. And then, once you're on the path to goal achievement, use the paper. Use the paperclip strategy or some other visual, cotton balls, whatever, whatever you want to use. Whatever simple and easy for you to do. But once you figure out, these are the things that are important and urgent figure out a visual cue there's been so much research that talks about how important visual cues are in order for you to stick with something and be successful so fi- find a visual cue that you can use some people write stuff down or just have a notebook and put a tally mark every single time you do something whatever you want to use have some visual cue that's going to help you help you stick on the path right so today's episode was all about goals you guys goals are incredibly important they are the fuel that drive peak performance if you don't have a goal if you don't know what you're doing it's really hard to be good at something so goal setting and goal achievement are two distinct different 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 ways to look at goals goal setting is all about beginning with the end in mind goal achieving is all about knowing where you are and developing strategies to help you stick with it and to focus on the important, urgent tasks. That's goal achievement. Goal setting, begin with the end in mind. So I hope this was helpful. This has helped me really look at goals in my life. This has helped me really look at things that are important and urgent that I need to do and I need to spend my time on. So I hope this was helpful. There is so much more research and so much more stuff out there with goals that there's probably no way that we could Ever talk about all the research on goal setting and goal achievement? But I, I, am going to share some of the things that we talked about in this episode. Um, the, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the Eisenhower Box, the paperclip, the uh, James Clear Atomic Habits book. Atomic Habits book. That's hard to say. I'm going to share all that with you on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page. There, so if you want to check those out, I would highly, highly recommend some of the James Clear articles. He's so, so, so uh, easy to read it's it's really just right to the point fantastic articles there so i'm going to share those if you want to check those out and again goal setting begin with the end in mind go do that today that's the challenge that that, that's 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 what i would want you to do right now is figure out what go with the end in mind think about what the end in mind is and then do do the eisenhower box that little four quadrants urgent not urgent important not important figure out what you need to focus on, get rid of the things that are not important and not, not urgent and find other people that can help you that can help delegate some of these tasks to that are, that are not important, but they're still, still urgent. So I hope this was helpful. You guys, if there's, if, if there's any other goal setting strategies that you use, share them with us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, share them with us at mental strength performance. Thanks so much for listening. I hope this was helpful and we'll talk in our next episode.